Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another video game review. This is going to be for Cyberpunk 2077 from 1CD Project Red. I'm your host Matthew and I'll start off spoiler free. I'll get into spoilers and my ending and that kind of stuff in the second half. But there's a, there's a fair bit to talk about before we get there. Um, now I was asked a question on our gaming podcast a few weeks ago about how am I going to actually do a review for this game um and the reason I was being asked that question is because this game is being actively patched in the same way that like a live service game would be um not with exactly the same type of servers or whatever but it's being patched almost as if it's a live service game and that's going to include different time periods to where you know a few months ago this game was like less stable as time goes on the game will hopefully get more stable uh, there'll be features added uh, as the future goes on and obviously they've had the three little mini DLC things with the car with Johnny's outfit and with the cat thing um, so it's sort of like what I have to do is take my experience and I'm going to I'm going to talk about other experiences that I've seen but mainly focus on reviewing my own experience because that was the one that I got which I would I I would argue that it's surprising the ex, the good experience that I had with this game considering I played on a base PS4 which we've been told um even by PlayStation themselves and by CD Projekt Red that that is the worst way to play the game I would argue that Stadia technically is because Stadia could cut out any second because that's when you're streaming the game but never mind um in terms of places where you can download and play this game base PS4 is supposed to be the worst place to play it and that was where I played my entire playthrough. Um, but yeah, it's surprising the experience that I did actually have considering that I was playing it on that system. And I'm going to get into glitches and bugs and the patches and T-Pose characters, which I didn't have any of, by the way. Um, obviously, that was one of the sort of weird glitches. And uh, I talked about I talked about some of these things on the stream before that, I, that I'd done for this game. I didn't have one T-Pose character, at least I didn't see any T-Pose characters on, on my screen at any point during my playthrough. Um, and look, things like, it's, it's an interesting conversation to have with, with Cyberpunk in terms of glitches and bugs. Because I did have some, I did have some glitches and bugs. But I didn't come across anything that was game breaking, nothing that got in my way. Um, in fact, I, I I would argue one of the glitches in my game sort of helped me in a way. Let me explain what I mean by that. And there's stream video evidence of this if you want to go and look for it or whatever. Because I was streaming it at the time. I'd done a mission with Pan Am out in the Badlands. And the mission was finished. She said like contact her later or whatever. And I went I went to go back to Night City to do something else. I went to use the fast travel point that was near the Badlands. And it just said currently unavailable. I couldn't work out why. Didn't I didn't know why it was. There was no sort of mission progression that was blocking me or anything like that really. And I decided okay I'm going to set a waypoint for Night City. And I'm just going to drive there. So I got in. Um, I think it's Claire's car that you can get. Um, or It was like a pretty big car anyway. I can't remember exactly whose car it was. But that's not entirely relevant. Uh, got in that. And then I was led basically by the waypoint to this underground part near the Badlands. I got to where I wanted to go in the end. It wasn't too bad. And I came across like a little, not really bunker, somebody's area where they clearly stashed some stuff. Like there was a container thing and it had a supercar in it. I just drove past it and it had the little symbol to where you can own the car. Um, not not in the case, because obviously if you steal cars in this game you can't keep them, unfortunately. Um, and it was funny because I'm sure the, if I, if the fast travel point had worked, I wouldn't have found the supercar because I wouldn't have gone underground and, you know, um, yeah, so that was kind of a, a strange one where a glitch actually kind of worked in my favour. I don't think there was any story reason as to why the, the tra fast travel thing wasn't working. Uh, I don't know, no, no, none of that was, I, I don't think that was the issue, I just think that it wasn't working. But I went underground, found a supercar, I got straight in it, and I never changed the vehicle once, I don't think, after that, because why would I? Also then I had no reason to go and buy another supercar, because I've got one, so that saved a bunch of money. 
and that was pretty much that. So there were, that was a situation where a glitch actually worked in my favour. Uh, so I just wanted to kind of mention that sort of stuff, and I'll get into other bugs and glitches as well here in a bit. I just wanted to kind of give that as an example, and also mention that, yeah, I, I had no T-Pose characters at any point in this game. Um, so yeah, let's get on to the rating system and things like that anyway. Um, we've got, obviously you've seen from the title already what I've written, which is Don't Skip. Now, that's quite dependent on a few things, the Don't Skip rating, because this, this game is a very particular case that I've not really come across for a review before. Where the game's actively being patched, and if you buy this game in two months, it might be different to the version you had now. If you played this game two months ago, or three months ago, it might be different to the version that I played. Even if you play the game right now, because I only finished it two days ago, or one day ago. Even if you yourself play this game, even if it's on base PS4, or wherever you play it, you still might get a different experience to me, because... The whole glitches and bugs side of things and performance does seem to be a bit of a roll of the dice. Uh, and I did have performance issues now and again, but nothing ever, re- nothing that ever really got in my way per se. Nothing that I was ever sort of, okay, I'm fed up with this game now. Uh, nothing ever really like that. So I guess just with my with my own experience of this game, which affects my review, um, I would say I got quite lucky with, with it, especially because I played on base PS4. Um, but that doesn't mean that if you go and get this game on base PS4 that it's going to work the same way. It just might not. And I know that that can apply to other games, but this game is a very specific situation with that. But in terms of me coming away from my experience with this game and the performance I had, the um, fun that I had with this game, which was a lot, I had a lot of fun with this game, I would say don't skip. I wouldn't say this is like must play, go out and get this right now, go and buy it no matter what the cost sort of thing. I I don't think I can really say this is a must play, buy it at any price sort of thing. Uh, Because some places places are obviously selling at full price still, some are a lot cheaper, etc, etc. So I can't really say that because then if you go and buy it for... It depends where you even live, what your currency is. If you go and buy this at full price or just just under full price and you get a worse experience than me, then you're going to probably look at this review and be like, okay, well, why did you give it a, why did you give it a must play, whatever. So uh, I'm going to go with don't skip. I think, I, and there's something else I want to get into as well because did I really like this game? Yeah, I like this game quite a lot. I think that there is, I said this quite a few times on a stream, I think because of the way that, you know, the internet works in this day and age and people are very quick to jump onto things, be negative, be judgmental. And I understand why people are with this game. Don't get me wrong, it's not like, oh, why are you being negative about this game? Um, Because there's there's a lot of negative um, potential around this game, I suppose, in terms of the experience that you might have. I've I've seen YouTube montages with, with glitches. I've seen the bad experiences that people have had. I understand why people are negative towards this game. I understand why people are like CD Projekt Red's dead or whatever. I think that might be a bit dramatic, but um, I I still understand it. Obviously, there's like the exaggerated versions of those opinions and whatever, but I understand that. the pro- The thing that I, I I mean I understand it to a degree again because of how the internet works in this day and age and how you know judgmental and quick people are to jump on things these days. Um. But I think there needs to be more conversation around what you can do in this game as opposed to what you can't do. Because I still stand by my statement on what, what the thing that I said before when I did the Curious Case of Cyberpunk 2077 podcast. Where I said, okay, the, the features that are not in this game, it's like third person cutscenes, uh, the, the subway system which is just a very, very peculiar particular case... Uh, things like the gangs and the relationships that you were supposed to have and all this other kind of stuff as well. I'm still going to kind of label... Now, we, we don't all know exactly what happened in, in you know the development process of this game. Yeah, there's a lot of articles and documents, but none of us were there, you know. Um, unless you actually were. Um, but it, it feels to me like what happened was CD Projekt Red showed us the idea of the game that they've got... It shouldn't have been released when it was. That's definitely for sure. It probably needed another two years maybe. Um, I I would say. So maybe like you know December 2022 roughly. 
which would still have been just over a year from right now because we're at the end of August. Um, it feels to me like what happened was CD Projekt Red was in the middle of making this game, putting all the fe- features in, putting the stuff in. Uh, I don't think those features were ready. I think they needed to still be put in the game because obviously they weren't in it anyway. And I think the new consoles were coming out. The um, you know the investors and the higher ups, the executives of CD Projekt Red. It feels like they just snatched this game out of the devs' hands and were like, "Oh, is this game ready? Sort of. It's sort of ready. Okay, we'll publish it." That feels like it's what happened, but. It feels like the developers would have looked at that situation and been like, "But um, we've we, we've not finished on on this game yet." And then the question of you know, okay, is it playable? Sort of, yeah, it's it's kind of playable. Um, depending again, depending on your experience. And then it feels like they just went, "Okay, well, if it's playable, we'll just stick it out there anyway, regardless of if you finished it or not." And because I, I, I don't, I can't sit here and really say that. Okay, it was the devs that wanted this version of the game to be published. I don't think that that's true. I don't think that that's true. Uh, I think it was the higher ups, the executives, and the investors that were like pressuring these devs to uh, get this game out. Um, which is weird because this game shouldn't have been released for another two years. And it was, I think, it was uh, just a case of you know. The new consoles were coming out. Can we get some more sales? Which is really, really sad. But then you can't put... I don't think that you can put that on the devs. So, yeah. that That's why I'm not really sitting here saying, like, you know, I blame CD Projekt Red for what happened. I blame a sector of CD Projekt Red, which would have been the higher-ups in the executives. But not the devs. Not the developers. And usually when these things kind of happen, the developers get the short end of the stick. Which is they get blamed for the product that we see. Um, and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's that's my experience with that. But, um, well, that's my thoughts on that, basically. But, um, yeah, I mean, when I was going through, admittedly, the later start, later stages of this game, and I was like, okay, I got a supercar. That's really cool. These weapons that I got, they're really powerful. They're giving the enemies a good match. You know, sort of in terms of, like, you know, when you started the game and your weapons are a lot, lot weaker. Because you go from weapons that have, like, 46 damage to about 215 or whatever. So, you know, when you get into later part, later parts of the game, you do get more powerful weapons. Obviously, you can probably find those earlier, but still. Um, so that was a cool thing to experience, to start picking up more powerful guns as you go through. Uh, I think things like the Mantis Blades were very cool. I think the Rocket Launcher that you had was very cool. Um, the supercars that you got were really cool. I think the crafting system is very, very interesting and kind of got me addicted to, or not really addicted. It got me a bit more obsessed with sort of like, hmm, can I sort of, you know, get more crafting materials? Can I get more money? Can I improve my character? And for a period of time, it made me want to not just go through the story and it made me want to explore the world a bit more. And I found some interesting missions and side missions and things like that. And I really did get kind of stuck in and invested. And I had a lot of fun doing that. Um, it's strange because even when you do look at the game that was initially advertised. And you strip away some of those features. Not all of them, but some of those features. Um, this is still a very good game. I stand by that. This is still a very good game. It really is. Uh, I still think there's a lot of really good things to love in this game. I really, really do. And again, if you had an experience that was just buggy and glitched and you couldn't really get to some of that cool stuff, that's just just the way that you you got it, um, I suppose. But in terms of me and my experience, I had a lot of fun with this game. I really did. Now, is this like a Game of the Year contender? I'm going to put it somewhere in my list. Um, just because I did have a really, really good amount of fun with it. I really enjoyed the story. The characters were interesting. The gameplay that was there, I still really enjoyed. And I just generally had quite a good time with this game. Uh, And it does make me think, okay, if we did get that full version, obviously a better running version of what we were supposed to get, this would absolutely have been a Game of the Year contender. And maybe in a couple of years when CD Projekt Red is almost finished on... Or maybe, I don't know how long it would take, but if, let's say a few years' time when uh, CD Projekt Red's been able to add more things, stabilise the game a bit more, and the game's maybe a different kind of thing, a bit like a No Man's Sky type of situation, I might go back and revisit it because it might almost be like a bit of a different game. 
at that point and then I'll choose like probably certain different story choices to, to make things a bit different but I just yeah um, I mean I, I, I just w- I want to bring up again that I do have kind of a message and a, not really a motto but a message of don't accept let's stop accepting bad AAA video games I did a podcast that was specifically called that that was after sort of Crackdown 3 and Anthem and Fallout 76 um, now if you were to say to me Okay, Matt, this game is bad. Why are you accepting it? Why are you going against your own message? I do not think this is a bad video game. So therefore, if I don't think... And that's just in my opinion. If I don't think this is a bad video game, then I'm not going to bring up that same message with this game because I don't think it's a bad one. I think it's a, I think it's a pretty good one. I don't think it's like something special or a masterpiece or anything else like that. And in terms of ratings, I'd probably give this maybe like an 8. You know, if you add some of the features back in, a 9, and then if you stabilise the game a bit more, who knows? Who who knows after that how the experience would match up. Um, but I do not think this is a bad video game. And again, if you had a worse experience with me than this game, you probably will think it's a bad video, bad video game. And that's okay, but I'm here to tell you about my experience, and I just want to make that very clear. That the experience that I had with this game, which admittedly was quite a lucky one... I had a good time with this game and I think this is a good video game. Um, and I've said before, the differences between something like this and maybe Anthem or... Let's bring Anthem Crackdown for like 76 into the equation. I think the ideas of most of those games are not very good and somewhat bad. Like the idea of an online an online Fallout that you didn't have NPCs for at the start. Obviously the game's changed now. That's a bad Fallout game. Uh, the ideas behind Anthem, that's a bad game. The idea behind Crackdown is admittedly more of like a mindless kind of fun thing or whatever, but it was still a bad game. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, I would say yes, it's got some problems, but at the core of it, there's a very good game there. And that's what I want to kind of settle on in terms of my my opinion. I think it's an 8, I think it's a very good game. You might have a better experience with this game than me, you might give it a higher score, or you might have like a much worse buggy glitchy mess of a game where you've got... I don't know, five characters T-posing in front of you and it looks ridiculous. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much the situation with that. Uh, I do just want to mention as well, at the time of, of, of recording, obviously there was a few different patches that have gone out between the time where I started playing this game and have finished playing this game. Currently, at the time of recording and when I finished playing this game, it was on patch 1.3. Um, so obviously if there's an update later and you listen to this later, you might think, you might wonder which, again, which version of this game I guess that I'm playing. So I'm patch 1.3 currently, it's the end of August, so I just want to kind of pinpoint what point in this game's time uh, I've played it. Uh, I did play it before that, I did play it was, I did play it on, I think, launch day when it was not very good. Um, or you know, was just a bit of a mess. Uh, and obviously this has been patched since then. I've played it on and off since then as well. But I've played a fair bit of time with the previous patch to this. Which would probably be in what, probably be in 1.2. And obviously finished it on 1.3. So I just wanted to mention what point in this game's life cycle I actually played it at. So uh, there you go. But I do intend. Obviously this, obviously this will be at a later point where I go back to the game. If they do add more DLC or more things to do. Which I think that they're going to. I will revisit the game. And it will probably have a different patch number. So I just wanted to mention that. Um, but no, like I found really good weapons. And it just... Yeah, the story is great. The characters are great. I don't want to get too much into the story and characters. Because I'll do that in the spoiler section. Uh, I guess I'll just mention some of my favourites. I can do that in the spoiler free section. I think Jade was great. I think Pan Am was great. Uh, I think Jackie was really good. Um... Mitch and Misty and Sol were pretty good characters. A little bit more like smaller characters. I feel like Misty could have possibly been used in the story a bit more. Maybe maybe there's some other side quests I didn't see or something like that. Um, I want to talk about Johnny as well for a minute. Um, now, this isn't like me hating Keanu Reeves. I think Keanu Reeves did a very good job. And I feel like I'm supposed to not like Johnny as a character. Again, depends on what dialogue we exchange. Um, and how that kind of story goes, because he's heavily, heavily involved in this game. Um, I think Johnny is a massive arsehole, and, um, but a sort of character where, okay, I kind of wanted him off my screen, but they did a good job of making me not like the character, and I feel like that was the intention. There's, there's a difference there where certain characters you're supposed to hate, 
and certain characters where it's like okay you're kind of cool but like I don't really like what the game's doing with you as a character and it's making you worse if you get what I mean I feel like Johnny was the the former where it's sort of he's not a I mean you could look at him as a villain in a certain way in terms of like the whole body thing and all that and I'll get into that in the spoiler section but he's just a guy that made some bad choices became a bit of an arsehole and that was kind of him but then it's his for me obviously with your experiences as v and i did play as a male v um the way he treated my character and spoke to my character and spoke about other characters as well uh, i didn't like which made me like the character less but i felt like i was supposed to because that's the route that i went down with johnny um and he just i don't know he felt like he was felt like he was a bit all in on it for himself kind of thing and he just wanted to kind of take control of V's body basically um but then yeah you might have had a bit of a different experience with the character maybe you liked him more maybe you sort of got on with him better and then made different dialogue choices towards him i don't know but uh Keanu Reeves did a very good job of course Keanu Reeves is pretty awesome just anyway so that's really cool Obviously, you think back to the E3 presentation, the whole your breathtaking thing. I did rewatch that. Actually, I I went back and rewatched some of the trailers and things like that uh, after I'd finished the game. And yeah, it was a little bit disappointing to see. Okay, this isn't quite the way that the game turned out, but there's still the core of the idea there, I, I suppose. So, um, but uh, that, was, that was that was a that was a cool. You know the problems with this game aside, Keanu Reeves coming out on stage and all that kind of stuff. You're breathtaking. That's pretty memorable for this game, isn't it? So that was uh that was good. But that's kind of my thoughts on Johnny. Really, he's he's a bit of an asshole, at least in my playthrough. Um, so there was that as well. So uh, Pan Am and Pan Am, Jade and Jackie were probably my favourite characters. And they're probably supposed to be sort of your favourite characters. I think there's a way that you can fall out with Jade and or Pan Am. I think there's dialogue choices that you can make. So there's obviously... I think there's five different endings. I'm not sure if that includes the secret ending. Because there is one I think. Um, But the ending that I got, they were both pretty much good with me. In fact, I think my character kind of ended up in a relationship with, uh, with Pan Am by the end well she pretty much did actually uh and then jade just kind of gave me a goodbye scene which was which was settled quite nicely so um that was one of the things i got with those characters um jackie um jackie was good surprisingly underused i think um i i I wonder what happened there because I feel like you were supposed to spend a bit more time with Jackie, maybe. Um, but uh, then it kind of changes and you obviously... Um, don't really think this is a spoiler, necessarily. Then you kind of obviously change over a bit. And uh, you spend most of your, more of your time with Johnny and stuff. Um, so, I, I don't know. I think there there was... There's been a question mark rage, raised sorry, as to... Them bringing in Keanu Reeves for this kind of big PR thing, you know, he's a he's a popular, popular nice celebrity. Um, and there's been some questions raised as to like how much did that derail the game's experience or or the game's kind of final look, I suppose. Because I, I think some of it might have done. And none of that is Keanu Reeves' fault at all. You know, if, if CD Projekt Red approaches you and they want you to work on one of their games and you're a nice guy like Keanu Reeves, you're going to do it, aren't you? Um, so I, I don't put any of that on Keanu Reeves. I think he did a very good job with the character. And the way he's spoken about the game has been cool and everything. So, so yeah. Um, yeah, like Soul and Mitch and Misty, I think I mentioned those. Those could have been used a little bit more, possibly. Again, depends on what exactly you do. So, yeah. Um, but uh, that's kind of mostly the spoiler-free stuff. Um, again, it's just one of those, like... I don't know if I've kind of just settled for the way this game is, or... I don't know. I don't know. But I just enjoyed my time with it, and... That's all that matters, I suppose, really. So... Um, let's talk about the the world as well. Uh, obviously, you've got the world of Night City. Obviously, a lot of people talk about it being very, very pretty. Very good. 
and it looks very good that's cool I'm not necessarily particularly bothered by that but um because uh, as I said before, I'm I'm not really a graphics person. I mean, at the moment, because after I finish playing Cyberpunk, I'm playing the PS1 version of Tomb Raider, the 1996 version, on my PS3, and I'm enjoying that. And go and look at the graphics of that. Yeah, but uh, it's more about like the platforming challenge and that kind of stuff. So anyway, uh, so yeah, I'm just I'm just not a graphics kind of person and stuff. In fact, towards the end of my stream, when you get to like look at Night City or whatever. I made a bit of a mention about that, so I'm I'm just not really somebody that like. I mean, in 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 real life, I can enjoy like a good view or whatever, but when it comes to a game and you're having like a cinematic sort of moment, that's just not really how you kind of win me over. So um, I I can appreciate a, a good looking visual, uh, you know, if it's a um, design of something or something that looks really good, I can appreciate it, but it's not going to be something that's going to kind of wow me. I suppose is a uh, is the point so uh, I'm more interested with games in terms of what you can do in the game the characters the story the gameplay how you can interact with the world um that sort of thing you know the the animations that you get in games how characters react to things that you do that's more the stuff that I care about and I do genuinely think that's the stuff that's more important than just this game looks pretty because I, I did see a lot of comments at the time when the game sort of first came out, I was like, oh yeah, the game's a bit of a buggy mess, but it looks really good. It's like, okay, if you're gonna say, like, about something that, okay, this this thing isn't, this thing isn't that good, like, it's got these problems, but it looks really good, that's not really a compliment, is it? Like, it's, it's sort of look, that's sort of a way of saying that you're looking at a beautiful mess, in a way. Um... And that just, like, that doesn't... Because I've heard people talk about, like, different pieces of media before. And, like, oh, the story's alright and it doesn't really make sense or whatever. And, you know, all this kind of stuff. But it looks really good. So, okay, but that doesn't actually make it better, does it? So, but anyway, yeah. Uh, Night City looked cool. I'm not I'm, I'm not blind. But I just don't appreciate amazing visuals. So, um, that's just me, I guess. That's just my kind of personal taste and stuff. So, uh, I appreciate how good it looks. It's cool. Um, and the the the, the the I'll say the design of the city looks looks pretty good as well, like very futuristic, very futuristic and that sort of stuff. Obviously, it's twenty seventy seven cyberpunk, so it's going to. But uh, that's pretty much that. Um, I've got written down the future because I've got a bunch of notes written down, most of which I've already read. I've got the future of CD Projekt Red written down. I probably can talk about that in the spoiler free section here. Um. So the future of CD Projekt Red, I think they'll be okay. I know their stock has dropped, but they did sell a lot of copies of Cyberpunk 2077. I think at launch it was like 13 million copies. And then when the game was added back to the PlayStation Store, um, they sold. They were like top of some sort of, I don't know if it's the monthly charts or whatever it was. So in terms of sales, they've done very, very well. Yeah, they've had some executives leaves and their stock has dropped and that sort of stuff. Um, so I don't know how that... I mean, I don't work there, so I don't know the ins and out of how that affects them all. But, um... But, yeah, they, they sold loads of copies. And I don't think we'll get a sequel. I don't think we'll get, like, a Cyberpunk 2 or something. Um, we might get another Cyberpunk game from them, but I don't think it will be a sequel to this story of Cyberpunk with, with V and everything and Night City. I think it could be something different. I think at the moment... What they should try and do for them. Obviously at the moment they need to try and like work. On stabilising the game that they've got. And trying to hopefully add some features back in. That's what they should be focusing on. Um, they're supposed to be working on I think another Witcher game. Nobody knows what that necessarily is supposed to be. Because I don't think you can make like a Witcher 4. Like a sequel to the Witcher 3. Because the story wrapped up very very well. Unless it's a different story within something else. I, I don't really know. So. Um. But yeah, I think at the moment, if they background worked on Witcher 4, whatever it's going to be for a while, um, but then in the, just in the next couple of years, just focus on um, fixing this game and adding features back to it. Because I, I will say this, if we, if 2, 3, even 4, maybe 5 years down the line, if we all look back on Cyberpunk and like, oh, it's nearly the version of the game that we were expecting 
like a better run, better version running game. Hopefully by then I've probably got like a hopefully a PS5, so then it would be running better and that kind of stuff. Or you'll, although you'll probably have like a PS5 Pro at that point. I I don't know. Depends on other situations, obviously with COVID and stuff. Um, and if if it's a case where like the game's a lot different, still kind of the same story, but the game's a lot different, some different features, I will go back and replay this game. But I'll probably I'll probably mix things up by like choosing a different life path or something. Uh, which, by the way, didn't seem to make much difference to many things. Um, I think I chose Street Kid. Now, given the fact that I couldn't really quite remember which one I'd chosen, tells you how kind of important that was. Uh, yeah, they were supposed to be sort of different, like, life paths, which made different stories. Obviously, that didn't really work out. Because you got, what, Corporate Nomad and Street Kid. I started off with Street Kid. Uh, well, I played my game was as a Street Kid, and it didn't seem to make that much difference. So, again, if they can get round to at some point course correcting that whole thing i'll probably just choose a different life path and play the game again so and it might it hopefully will be an even better version of the game that i already enjoyed which would be a good thing so we'll see how all that works out um that's all my spoiler free stuff really um to talk about with this game i do have some we have some housekeeping to get into to talk about other stuff that we've been doing on entertainment talk and then i'll get into my spoiler section i suppose in terms of the game that I experienced with the story. I know I kind of mentioned the Jackie stuff a bit. But I don't think that's quite as much as a secret. So anyway. Let's do some housekeeping. I'll see you in a minute. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend. But it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for kualu and the amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, Ted Lasso is still continuing on Apple TV Plus on Fridays up to season 2 episode 6 which this week's episode I called the best of the series not just for this season but the whole series it was really really quite good and uh, just did a lot of things right and was a very very good episode so that's that for Ted Lasso Monsters at Work is still continuing season 1 episode 9 is the newest one that's the penultimate episode the season finale will be this week on Wednesday or this upcoming Wednesday Walking Dead's uh, back for season 11 season 11, season 11 episode 1 um so that's back for its final season you can check out our podcast review for the first episode of season 11 final season uh discussing the spider-man spider-man sorry the spider-man no way home trailer that's doing a podcast discussing that so there's no explanation needed there uh gaming talk this week was a solo episode with no news because that was just the situation that we had we'll talk about some of the gamescon stuff and some other things uh this week when robert is able to return to podcasting uh, he's got his internet sorted out and everything. He was telling me that at the weekend. So, um, yeah, that should be back uh, to a normal episode. But uh, this week, uh, I talked about Cyberpunk 2077. Just talked about 
my experience of the game up to that point. Uh, I talked about Tomb Raider and my experience of buying it on the PS3 store, which is a bit, a bit of a, a bit of a um, weird experience. Uh, the PS3 store isn't quite sort of running normally, whatever. Uh, and then also talked about returning to The Last of Us Part 2. I'm doing a permadeath per chapter grounded run of the game. So I talked about that. Uh, did a podcast breaking down Marvel's upcoming TV and film slate. So I talked about that. Uh, the Curious Case of Donny van der Beek, the United cast episode. Uh, it's a bonus one. Um, basically talking about a player that May United don't really use for some reason. He seems to be very, very good, but the manager just doesn't pick him. Why? Nobody seems to necessarily know. There might be a few reasons. I talked about all of that on the podcast. Uh, CW Superheroes for a Batwoman podcast wrap-up. I won't be back for Season 3. The show's been renewed and it will be back. But I won't be back with the podcast for Season 3. Uh, United cast talks about May United's 1-1 draw with Southampton. We play against Wolves in a few hours. So look out for a podcast review for our game against Wolves today. And that is pretty much everything we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. So... If you don't want to be spoiled on the version of the ending that I got, because you might get the same ending, you might not, but I don't know, because I don't know what you're going to press when you play your game. Um, I'm going to talk about my spoiler uh, version ending now, a spoiler discussion for my ending now, talk about what happened with my version of V and my character. So if you don't want to know what that is, or if you, whatever, if you don't want to be spoiled on whatever that is, um, then you're going to want to click off the podcast now. If you're listening on a podcast player, press play, click it off, whatever, mute it, do whatever you need to do. If you're listening on the website, press back, pause, or click on the homepage or whatever, because I'm going to get into all of that now. Um, yeah, let's talk about Jackie and his fate and the whole situation with Johnny, because I feel like there was a bit of a, um, I don't know, there's something to be said about the way that that happened. Um... So Jackie died from the whole chip thing and obviously you put that in and that brought Johnny into the situation and then you got kind of killed by Dex and then Dex died. Um, And then you were slowly dying over the course of the game. You'd get what the relic relic malfunction thing come up and V would sort of fall over or whatever the situation. And then it got worse and worse and worse. Um, And then, you know, uh, Jackie... Johnny kept saying to like hey you know I can kind of we have these different options and then all came into the story I just wonder with the inclusion of Keanu Reeves if there was supposed to be more story with Jackie because it feels like there was supposed to be a little bit although if you look at the 2019 E3 trailer they show all of that they show Jackie dying in that trailer and I'm because st- I went back and watched that the trailers and stuff like that after I'd finished the game. That was a very, that's very strange looking back on that the fact that because you see him dying the same way like he's dying in the obviously it's third person in the in the trailer and it's first person in the game. Um, yeah, thinking about that, thinking back to that now and the fact that okay, we saw Jackie die, and from what I know, regardless of your playthrough, that's what happens. Because you sort of like have Jackie die. He sort of gives you Johnny or whatever. Uh, like the the construct thing. The AI construct. And then your companion is now Johnny instead of Jackie. Uh, I just kind of wonder a little bit if. Because <sighs> in, the, in the 2018 trailer we didn't see any of that. Uh, I don't know if Keanu Reeves was in the... Twin- no, because no, he's had the like your breathtaking reveal and that kind of stuff in the 2019 E3. The stage reveal and all that. I, I it, it just makes me wonder. In 2018, when we saw that initial gameplay demo in the first trailer and Johnny was kind of nowhere to be seen. If you were supposed to spend more time with Jackie and then Keanu Reeves came on board or... Because he, he said that CD Projekt Red contacted him. That's what he said on that stage at Microsoft. The Microsoft stage. Um, I wonder if they ditched a bit of Jackie's story because how would you manage like I mean I guess you could have just had it where like Jackie didn't die and Johnny was still an AI construct but worked in the same way that like you know when you're you know when you're hanging out with Jade or you're hanging out with Pam or whoever and they're just there with you and then now and again Johnny would pop up wherever he would like that could have worked in the same way without Jackie dying because Although I found Jackie's death a bit sort of, oh, I'm bummed out. If you'd have spent just a bit more time with him, maybe a couple of more hours with him, 
Um, I felt like that would have been a bit more effective. And he felt like he was just kind of thrown away a little bit. Um, I also feel a little bit the same way about Dex, actually. Um, he got sort of, like, outdone in the desert. And he got shot. And obviously he tries to kill you and all that kind of stuff. And Dex obviously was a villain. He tried to kill V. Um, because, like, your deal with him goes quite badly and that sort of thing. Um, I don't know. I felt like there was another version of the story, maybe, where Jackie would have stuck around a bit longer and Johnny would have either still been there or not been in the story. I don't know. Because, I I mean, because the main plot of this game is, you know, you have to host this AI construct in your brain, it's Johnny, and then it slowly kills you over time, and then you get led to choosing your ending. That is the plot of the game. I just felt like there was a slightly different idea that involved Jackie, I think. Um, But I am curious, if you go back to 2018, and if you were to ask CD... If you were to go go to CD Projekt Red now and ask them, okay, back in 2018 when you hadn't revealed Keanu Reeves, what was the story idea then? Or like, what was what was the idea? But what was there a difference between Jackie's treatment and Johnny? Because I feel like something happened there. I might be wrong, but that's just me taking a sort of guess as to as to what I saw on screen. Because um, it felt like Jackie got thrown out the window a bit and then just replaced with Johnny for your like AI companion or your com- your companion in the game, basically. So yeah. Um, so my actual ending. Let's get to that. Um, I had. It was surprising because it was a third person cutscene. I actually wasn't expecting that. I went out into the Badlands, sort of, crossed this border thing or whatever with Pan Am. I lived lived out my life with her. We had this nice cutscene where we're sitting on top of the Basilisk, I think it was called, Basilisk. And once you press exit to do that, you get into a third person cutscene. Um, and then you kind of sit on top of that and then look to the... Look to the not sunset. You you look you look out into the into the world or whatever. You look off into the distance with her. You have a cuddle with her or whatever. And then the game basically ended there. And then you get some messages from uh, other people afterwards. That was my ending of the game. So no, I didn't choose the suicide ending. I didn't choose anything like that. And in terms of Alt and Johnny, I told them basically to piss off. Because although Johnny was like, hey, yeah, don't worry, this will work out, I've got your plan. I didn't trust him towards the end of the game. And the way he kept talking about, like, oh, I could, like, I could sort of take over your body and sort of help you live and stuff. Because you do, you do leave it in a little bit of uncertainty. Because Alt tells my, told my V at the end of the game that, like, okay, if you choose to do this and, like, separate you and Johnny and whatever... And leave this AI space or whatever it was. You'll have at least six months to live, but possibly more. But then there is a conversation after that where you're having your conversation with Pan Am when you're leaving Night City and you look at Night City for one last time. And she says she's got like contacts and people that might be able to help. So it wasn't entirely doom and gloom. I don't know if that was the best ending of the game that you can get because there's still a bit of uncertainty about whether V will live past six months. But then there's there's not there's not the conversation of like you're going to die in six months. There's a conversation of you've got at least six months. You'll struggle a bit, and then you might live after that. Um, and then of course there's a conversation with Pan Am where she says like she knows some people and she might be able to help. So there's there's a bright spark there. But at the end of the day, once I started building a relationship with Pan Am and not drifted away from Judy because I don't think at any point in the game I'd pursued a romantic interest with or relationship with Judy. Uh, and then I met Pan Am and that started to get a bit more ram- uh, romantic and, and that sort of stuff. Or love interest kind of thing. Uh, and then I decided at one point in my playthrough, like, okay, I want to live... I want to finish the game in relationship with this character. If that means going to the Badlands or whatever, I'll do that and I'll end the game where... I'll end the game there, which is what I got, basically. And then you end up being in the family with, like, Mitch and everybody else and that kind of stuff. So that was good. That was a, that was a good ending. There's still a little bit of uncertainty about V's future. But at least it's sort of hinted at as to you might be alright. You'll be alright at the moment. You can have this moment with Pan Am. You can live with her. Be, be fine for now. But there's still like some hope as to after that initial part. So I, I did like that actually. I did like that. Um, I don't know why you would deliberately choose the suicide ending. Unless you do something else before that. I don't know. I don't know what happens there. Um, 
But I just kept feeling like Johnny was trying to trick me in terms of... Because I just didn't trust him at all. I was like, I want you to go. I want you to leave. I want you to be separated. I don't care what happens to you. I just want Johnny to leave my brain or my head or whatever. And then live with Pan Am. That was what I wanted. And that was basically what I got. Um, But this conversation towards the end with Johnny as he's like... Oh, I could like control your body. But you could still sort of be there. And then that will help you live. I felt like that was Johnny trying to just hijack V's body. That might not have been what happened, but my trust level with him at that point was at that level. So I wasn't going to like hand the reins over to him, so to speak, or hand the control over to him. And Alt did help with with getting to where I wanted, but I still didn't just read that. I still just didn't really trust either of them necessarily with that. So that was basically what happened there. Um, so yeah, in terms of character deaths, obviously Jackie died. That was slightly anticlimactic. It worked, but it could have been a lot better if Jackie had stuck around just a little bit longer. Uh, Sol had probably the most dramatic death, because Dex, I was like, okay, you're dead, fine. We move on to, like, sorting out the situation with Johnny. Um, I thought the way he died was kind of cool. Like, the way he got outmatched, he thought he was this big guy and all this kind of stuff. Like, one of the one of the top dogs, so to speak. And he got outmatched, and he got shot in the head in, in a, in a, uh... Wasteland, pretty much. What a way to go. So, and I did, I did pick up his gun um, at one point in my playthrough. So, screw you, Dex. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, then there was a uh, Soul's death, which was probably the more dramatic one, of course. Um, uh, Adam Smasher, who was like the big um, robot thing, who is your last boss fight, or was at least my last boss fight. Because uh, I, I was a bit nervous that you're gonna have like a boss fight with Johnny and fight for fight for control of your body, but that didn't happen, at least in my playthrough. Um, yeah, so they're like breaking into was it the Militech facility? It's you, Pan Am, and it's uh, Soul. Uh, Mitch runs off to help somebody else, but he was fine later in my playthrough. He survived. Um, yeah, Soul gets kind of unfortunately about out a bit outmatched. Uh, he does shoot Adam. Uh, smasher to sort of stun him and then adam just stepped on his head and crushed it it was it was a bit sad that was that was probably him and jackie's deaths were probably the more sad ones i mean there wasn't a lot of character deaths really anyway i mean takamura died but i didn't really care about him that much um or at least that's what johnny told us that he died we never saw his body but then i think it gets confirmed later or whatever so uh but soul's death was probably the more the most shocking one um, just because of the way he just got stamped on the head, and then his his body is just still there, and then Pan Am's there with you, and uh, you have the boss fight with uh, with Adam, which was quite quite a good one. It was all right, so yeah. Um, but I don't know. I feel like Soul's death was almost more impactful than Jackie. Jackie's was like a sentimental kind of one, and Soul was just kind of like okay, because you, you kind of spend more time with Soul than what you do with Jackie, depending on maybe your playthrough, but you sort of almost do. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that was, that was kind of my thoughts on some of those. It's just, it's one of them really unlucky deaths where, it's one of them ones where a character's laying on the floor, they can't quite get up, and there's not much they can really do, and in the time where it would take them to actually get themselves up and get away, Adam just got him. He just, he just stamped right on his head, and there's no coming back from that. So, with all the cybernetics in the world, you know, his brain is crushed, so... Uh, but you know, it, it affected me. I thought it was a impactful death. It affected Pan Am as well. Obviously, she knew him for a long, long time. And with that death affecting Pan Am, it affected me. So I would argue that that death was more impactful than Jackie's. But because um, you just don't spend that much time really with Jackie. So anyway, um, there's actually a montage at the start of the game, isn't there, where they skip through a bunch of time. Might have been useful to, to play through that now that I think about it. So you could have built an even stronger bond with Jackie. So, um, Misty I've talked about. Mitch I've talked about. Um, so yeah, overall just a good experience. Just a, just a good experience that I that I, I did enjoy. Um, but I'll put CD Projekt Red to the side for now. I'll put Cyberpunk to the side for now. I'm playing Tomb Raider at the moment, like I mentioned. So I'll go through that. And then, uh, if they do it, like, if, if they had new DLC in a month or something, I'll play it. But if it's a situation where it's, like, two years down the line, they're still adding DLC and I've not played the game for a bit or whatever, then that will probably be me me experiencing the game on PS5, hopefully. So, yeah. 
uh, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, that's my thoughts on Cyberpunk 2077. It's a peculiar one. It's a very particular uh, situation. You might have had a worse experience. You might have had a better experience. I don't know. Uh, but this is one of the most anticipated games um, in the last 10 years, probably. So, plus it was teased in what 2012. So yeah, it's almost been like a almost. So yeah, it's been yes, yeah, 11 years. Uh, it's been 11 years, pretty much. Um, no, not 11 years. Sorry, nine years. Um, yeah, nine years since it, that initial teaser uh, and everything. So uh, this, this has been a long one down the road, I suppose. So um, anyway, let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments concerns I suppose as well about Cyberpunk 2077 what did you think of the game did you like it did you not what ending did you get because uh, I'm not gonna I mean unless I play through the game again which I might plan to do later down the line uh, I'm not gonna go and really look for the other endings I don't think uh, so let me know what ending you got did you get a different one did you end up with a different character did you take the suicide ending if you did take that ending let me know how exactly that happens is it some I, I, I'm gonna take a stab and guess it's something to do with Johnny and everything. So uh, let me know anyway. Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. So let me know what you think about all of that. Uh, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on EntertainmentTalk.org, TV, video games, films, Manchester United podcasts. So check out all of that. Uh, if you like what you've heard today and want to support more of it, you can either just listen to more episodes, either on entertainmenttalk.org, or you can find us on podcast platforms, Entertainment Talk. Uh, word of mouth, social media, tell other people that you know about our content, what we do, where they can find it, uh, all the podcasts that we do, tell them about them, all that kind of stuff, social media, sharing, retweeting, that kind of stuff, uh, let other people know. Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, ad-free podcast review options. Uh, take a look at that if you'd like to as well. Uh, TV and film news. David's posting that still over on geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio. Geektown Radio comes out on Tuesdays, but try and listen to this week's episode as well from this week on Tuesday. Uh, but check all those out. Uh, Bex is still streaming daily pretty much over on Twitch. Trista Bytes, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S. Go and give her a follow over there. And I don't know what I'm streaming next because I finished Cyberpunk now and I can't stream Tomb Raider because it's on a PS3. But you can... Um, Follow me on Twitch and find me on Twitch anyway, eTalkUK. Give me a follow over there, and I'm sure I'll stream something uh, sometime soon, so give me a follow over there. And if you miss any of the archive streams, they're all available up to date on YouTube. Entertainment Talk Plays, you can go and see my ending played out, and my other Cyberpunk streams and all the other ones as well. Check that out, Entertainment Talk Plays on YouTube. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>